talking so fast you can run his podcast at point five. Results are conclusive, just know that he argues both sides. His GM is a shadow of his normal self. Doppelganger stealth. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 24 of the Shadow of the GM Podcast. And today I'm going to be doing my contribution to OSR October, OSR October, don't know what we're calling it, OSR October, we shall call it anyway. And today I'm going to do the thing that everyone else seems to have also done and talk about basic fantasy RPG. Why? Because I think you love it and also that it's probably the best, in my opinion, OSR game system out there for getting into the hobby. Unless you already own some of the old stuff and want to run that, hey, just do that. But anyway, without any further ado, let's get on to why I love that system so much. So talk a little bit about where this game came from. It was made by a gentleman named Chris Goneman, who if you listen to an uh, interview with him on the Red Caps podcast, he will talk a lot about the where the sort of genesis of the game came from. But essentially, it was his desire to make essentially a retro clone of basic... Uh, role-playing game based on the popular role-playing game that's out there as we all know but I won't reference it because really you're not really supposed to reference it in the SRD material and he took the D20 SRD version 3.5 from that and essentially made uh, a retro clone as I said of basic version of that game now it's more than that because basically he opened up as an open source project so he is an open source programmer at heart and really believes wholeheartedly in open source uh, material so he made it that basically it was open it's open to be used he does odt files if you want to make your own version things he's a template to use and gives you templates for the um the open source the srd basically reference that you have to do for any of the open license stuff and he'll basically give you advice on what to fill in there is some stuff you have to do to make it compliant with that which he can help you with if you ask him about it and the whole idea was the project would be open and we'll talk a bit about some of the advantages to that a bit later on but essentially yeah this was a retro clone and uh, well, some people argue about whether it's a retro clone or not but it is a retro clone of basic uh, version of that certain role-playing system so yeah that's very briefly the kind of history behind it so i guess the next thing to talk about why what i love it's about it so much uh, again this is my usual style where i talk at 300 miles an hour and sort of go very whistle stop through things i love about this project and reasons why you should invest in this because it doesn't cost you anything but that's the main one that we're going to get started with why should we start there we ask because it is free that is always the most important thing for any product for me how much it costs and this will cost you nothing if you want to get it in pdf format or odt format you can get it for absolutely zero cost so there you go that's the main selling point to be honest i should just leave it there and say it's a free product so go and get it and play it and then you'll find out how great it is but yes that would be a very boring podcast so let's not do it that way so instead i should also list the other reasons why i think you should get this product Starting at the top, because it uses Ascending Armor class. Oh yes, I know I'm old school and I should really love things like Thaco and Attack Matrices. And to be honest, I can use them. I don't mind them. I started my role-playing career, for lack of a better word, with 2nd edition Dungeons & Dragons. So therefore, I'm quite familiar with Thaco. I can use it all the time. But let's be honest, and you shall being honest if you can answer this one, Ascending Armor class with, with like attack bonus is just easier. It is. Let's be honest. You roll your dice, add a number to it. That should hit number. If it's higher or equal to the armor class you hit, simple as that. 
Anything else requires a bit of faffing, either looking off tables or, you know, we're doing a little math in your head where you have to add things and subtract things. That's just extra steps at the end of the day. So come on, fight me on that one, I dare you. Come on, tell me somehow that Thaco or Attack Matrices are actually quicker. I know you can say you can read it off a list, so that's quick. Yeah, but it still requires you to do things. It's not the same as just rolling a dice and adding. It's, it's faster, in my opinion. So there you go. I shall argue with that one till the cows come home if you want. But to be honest, in my opinion anyway, I think Ascending Armor class is basically a lot easier way of doing it. OSE uses it as well, so let's be honest, it does appear in other systems too. It's not just this one. So, you know, the fact is that these systems are bringing it in tells you something about it. Old school designers bringing in Ascending Armor class tells you that they don't mind it or they actually prefer it. So, hey, there we go. A thing to say about it that I like about it is that even though it's basic, quote unquote there, it actually has separated race from class. <gasps> Controversial, I know. If anyone's played the basic version of this game, we will know that certain races are actually the same as classes. So basically you have a class of halfling or elf or dwarf, but this dares to be different and it separates them. Now again, as I said, I guess I came from Chewy, so for to me, that really kind of fits my memory of the, how I used to play games. It was very much a separate choice. So yeah, I have a preference to that. I don't like the idea of a race being a class. It seems to be like, well, why does one race have it and one doesn't? And you you know, so we'll get there anyway. Um, so yes, that is my preference. So there you go. That's another reason why I say you should play this one and not the other ones. But hey, again, your choice. You prefer if you like having races class, then you know, go with OSC or something like that. Hey, what can I say? Uh, next one for me is races do not have stat bonuses. Huzzah! I love this. Uh, you may wonder why I'm so ecstatic about the fact that races do not have stat bonuses. It's because I hate people who pick a race just to get a bonus to make them better at a certain character class. It really irritates the heck out of me. So this does not have that. Instead, the races give you special abilities or bonuses to experience points and things like that. So yeah, therefore, go and have a look at the product. You will see what I mean and, you know, go with that. But yes, that is why I love it. I like it. Also means we take away some of the controversial stuff we do see about some of the later products where we see a bit of backlash now about why certain races can't be as intelligent other races does not happen in the system because there are no bonuses for races so there you go keeps it simple it's kind of ahead of its time on that one something else i love about it is it keeps all the other stuff i do love nostalgically from my point of view from older rule sets like all saving throws so in this case i can shout at my players save versus death or die very dramatically at them and then hopefully fail it so they die no not really but you know what i mean uh, this it's a really weird one in my point of view but that's something we kind of love in a sort of weird nostalgic way about our game it's not quite the same when it's save your fortitude or roll versus con and, and don't die. I don't know. Not quite the same. Anyway, that's just me, my weird foible. So there we go. Uh, main other things to say that are actually more important probably is that it's modular. So if you go on the website and have a look around, there are third-party products essentially, but because it's open source, they're not really third-party. There are very much acceptable parts of it, which you can add in things like extra races that you want to add into your extra classes that may be available from things like advanced versions of the product. This is based on rules for skills and feats, which you can add if you want to, but you don't have to have them. So again, really sinks to my heart. And the other thing is they're all available on the website for free. If stuff isn't there that you have, you can make it yourself and put it on the website again for free and it can all be free. The main thing overall to say about this as well is that it's totally compatible with OSR products and basic products. So again, just roll out there and they get it. And I guess that's really, again, like I said, a whistle stop tour, but this is why I love this product and this is why I will recommend it to anyone who's interested in getting into the basic version of any of these game systems. Just a quick addendum before the outro of my episode to say I may have said that Shea Webster did an episode in his podcast about basic fantasy RPG, but actually it was a blog entry. I guess when I read his blogs, I just hear his voice in my head and assume it was a podcast episode. Anyway, I have the link of that to my show notes, just a quick clear up there in case anyone goes looking for a podcast episode and can't find it. But like I said, link will be in the show notes, so please check it out and check out the rest of Shea's content as well. Thank you.
So there we go for this episode. I told you it'd be quick and I told you it would whistle stop, but hey, I haven't got a lot of time this month. I'm trying to move house by the end of the month and I'm trying to kick up the person buying my house to actually sort a date for that and finish getting stuff back and do a full-time job and go to holiday in Cornwall, which I've just come back from. So yeah, a bit pressed for time, so I do my best to throw out some content <laughs> this month so you don't wonder where I've gone to. Um, anyway, just to kind of recap, check out Basic Fantasy RPG because it's free. Check out some of the podcasts talking about it. I shall try and put links in the show notes to the Red Caps uh, podcast where he talks about it, has an interview with uh, Chris Goneman. Also, Che Webster did an episode on this too. Like I said, it seems like quite a few people really love this product and I can't say I disagree with them on that one, hence why I'm doing an episode here myself. Uh, one thing to be bear in mind that this is Basic Fantasy RPG, which is not the same as Basic Fantasy by Chaosium, which is a percentile system. This one is very much based on older editions of the most popular game out there at the moment. So please go and check out the right website. Um, website details I shall also put in the show notes, but it is essentially basicfantasy.org if you go and check it out and have a look for yourself. Well, like I said, everything is available on there for free, but you can get physical products if you want through things like Lulu and Amazon. So please go and check those out as well. So as always, any comments, questions, contradictions, fighting me over sending armor class, please either drop me a message and have a speak pipe link, which I shall put in the show notes. You can also email me at gmshadow at hotmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at gmshadow and various Discord servers out there. So anyway, with all that in mind, I shall again catch you later. So until then, everyone, keep on gaming. Thank you.